Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about surviving busyness in marriage and family. Let's go. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. Here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Welcome everybody. Glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today as uh, we do another podcast episode on the Stronger Marriage Podcast. We're honored that you have joined us and we've got a lot of new listeners and we're glad to have them as well. Absolutely. Yep. Hope y'all are enjoying some fall weather, getting ready for the holiday season. We are, I'm, I'm trying to put Trey off putting up the Christmas tree as long, he would have put it up a month ago, y'all. If I'd, if, if I'd have let him, we would have a Halloween Christmas. There you go. Well, we have a Thanksgiving. I believe in, I believe in Thanksgiving. Yes. Christmas is, you start celebrating November the 1st, mm-hmm. and then you have Thanksgiving, and then you keep celebrating afterwards. That's just kind of how I like to do it. I enjoy Christmas. Do what brings you joy. And That's that brings right. me joy and happiness. And that so is right. It's not a bad deal, uh, but we I've got some lights up on my house, but no Christmas tree The lights yet. are up. The, tr- the tree is probably going up next week. So Yeah, and, and if we weren't quite so busy this weekend, I think, I could, I think I've got you wavering enough. I could have talked <laughs> you into it. Probably. But we're headed to Houston, Texas and Pasadena. Uh, got a workshop this weekend, and if you're listening uh, and headed that way, we're excited to see you. We've got a big crowd coming, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. Saturday morning, we'll start at 9 sharp. If you can be there about 845, grab your workbook. Uh, You get a nice workbook that is provided, and come in, find you a chair, sit down. There's probably going to be some coffee and stuff there for you to enjoy as well. Uh, We'll start at 9 o'clock, and it's going to be a fun day. Fun, relaxed day, yes. If you've never been to one of our workshops... We don't ask you to do anything crazy. You just sit there and listen, take notes. You'll do a lot of laughing. Um, and then in break times, we have little homework things yeah. for you and your spouse to do. Give you time to, to talk some things over with your spouse, and it's good stuff. It is good stuff. So uh, we've put a new schedule out, and so uh, if you get a chance, check out that new schedule. We've added a date in Homestead, Florida. We've moved a date, uh, Abilene, back a week. And so um, keep keep up to date. TreyandLee.com is where you can find it. All the information, how to register, everything is there. So let's talk about let's talk about busyness. Busyness. This oh is, my goodness! This is the time of year for busyness, right? I mean, you've got goodness. We've yeah. got fall sports. You've got all the holiday activities. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Is there it's not crazy. a time for busyness, or is this? Are we just always busy, and we just get busier? I think that's true. You know, we live in a time that I think that we have. We kind of glorify burnout and we kind of glorify busyness. You know, I got a lot done today. I was busy. And I don't know that that should be so. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of live in a time to where 
if we have a day where we don't do much, we kind of feel guilty, and we probably shouldn't do that. Now, if you do that seven days a week, you probably should feel guilty about that. <laughs> right. But uh, even God was a God of rest and rested on the seventh day, and I think the value of rest and the value of not being overly busy is extremely important, and, and we have families out there today uh, and people struggling because they have packed their calendar too full and they have become slaves to their calendar. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we just, you know, we have during the work week, we've got early mornings, we've got, uh, you know, work all day, school all day, activities in the evenings, almost every evening for a lot of families. And then, you know, you think, well, we'll relax on the weekends, but then the weekends are full of getting everything done that you couldn't do during the week. Like maybe you have to catch up on grocery shopping and all the laundry. And then there's still probably kids' sports activities on the weekends, you know, uh, Friday nights, Saturdays, uh, even Sundays. Sometimes we're seeing that, you know, there's sports activities and, and things on Sundays. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's essential to have some rest. It's essential to have some family time. And so... Uh, it's hard to do marriage and it's hard to do family if you're going 100 if miles going an hour. you're going 100 miles an hour. Dropping in bed exhausted every night. And, and there are some, you know, some not so great results of busyness. Uh, you find yourself not getting enough sleep. Um, you're, you've got so many demands from work and school and activities and expectations that press in. And that causes stress. Lots yeah. of stress. And it doesn't just affect the adults. It affects children. Um, stress is a very real thing for, for kids today. Mm -hmm. And stress is hard on your marriage. Uh, it makes you snap and bite, and it makes you aggravated and short-tempered. And yeah, uh, what some of the ways that stress shows up in your marriage and family yeah. are... How to, how to recognize. Let's talk about some ways to recognize stress. If I've sometimes got stress we don't, in my family. Sometimes we don't even realize that we are stressed, um, which sounds silly because we're so used to being busy and we do, you know, that's just become a way of life that we don't even realize, uh, you know, that we're hanging on by a thread sometimes. So, um, you can recognize stress in your kids, uh, if they start complaining about going to their activities, their, you their know? own activities yes. that they wanted to do at one time and they're like, Oh, do I have do to I go? I have to go. I don't want to go. Um, they're stressed. They want. They just want a break. Uh, you know, sometimes um, kids may start chewing their nails. They may start have a hard time, or they may have a hard time going to sleep uh, and sleeping through the night. They may complain of headaches and stomach aches, and not wanting to go to school every single morning. Do you ever mm -hmm. fight that battle? Uh, I mean, we. We've, we've done it with every single one of yeah, our boys even, at one time or another. We even had one that was so stressed over stuff that he pretty much every morning, if you'd have thought, if he was a, a married woman, you'd have thought he's pregnant because yeah. every morning he was nauseous. He felt sick every morning when yes. he got up. And his, he was just, it was stress. His senior year of high school, we actually, we, we went to a doctor and we did some different tests. We were thinking something is wrong with this kid. And... Uh, yeah, we just realized, we finally realized after all the test results and nothing was showing up in any kind of test results. And he actually talked to a friend that said, you know, I went through the same thing. Uh, he's about 10 years older and, and done with school, but he said, I went through the same thing in high school. 
and it was uh, anxiety, it was stress. And so, um, yeah, that's what we realized was going on with him. And, and that was, uh, you know, we dealt with it up until the time that his, so his senior year was 2020 when COVID and all the craziness hit. And when all of the, everything just kind of shut down and he didn't have to go to school anymore and all of the crazy busyness came to a halt, he was better. Yeah, yeah, life got better. <laughs> was all that stress. He was a different kid. Yeah. So, yeah, recognize those signs. Uh, you know, Trey mentioned earlier that, you know, that tension spills over into the day and you start having little arguments and, uh, you know, kids are fussing and fighting and, and husbands and wives are, are arguing over little silly mm -hmm. things. And, and if you can't, you know, if every night you're going to bed going, finally, I'm in bed, mm -hmm. this is my happy zone, and every morning you're dreading getting up, that's probably a sign something's got to change. You have got to slow your pace of life. You have got to figure out what can I do to do this uh, because it's not realistic to stay in bed all day. You can't do that. But that's if right. you feel that way, obviously something is not right. How do we survive? And we don't want to just survive. We right. want to thrive as yeah, a family. We want to thrive. That is the goal. You know, 2020, you mentioned that just a second ago. Mm -hmm. One of the blessings of 2020 and quarantine was it made families slow down. And that yeah. was a blessing. Uh, it made families have to, all of a sudden, sports was done, school was done, activities were done, and families started playing board games. They went on bike rides. They went to the park. They went camping. And, and, and what we wanted and what we wished for families was that they would see you don't have to be involved in everything. Uh, when things pick up in life, just go back to doing some things. You don't have to do all things mm -hmm. because families got close. It was a great opportunity for families just to really be blessed. They did. They absolutely did. So, so let's look at... Uh... Let's look at about, I don't know, what do we have here? Six ways? Yeah, five, five or six, six ways. Six ways yeah. that we can not just survive, but that we can thrive during busyness. Kind of kind of either slowing some pace mm -hmm. or doing some other things. So yeah. number one is? Yeah, just exactly what you've been talking about. Just say no. Just say no. Now, we realize this is easier said than done, um, but, but we really can say no to, you know, a birthday party invitation or... Uh, maybe you've already got something on your schedule, a dinner party or something, and it and it's the day before, and you're just thinking, I just can't. I just can't do it. Um, maybe it's a basketball practice that you just need to skip out on every once in a while. Uh, are people going to be disappointed? Yeah, probably. But, uh, you know, sometimes a no is required in order to be our best selves. Yeah, it is. And sometimes we've got to do better at saying no to things. And maybe just saying no to some things. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say no to everything, but say no right. to some things. And you shouldn't feel guilty about that. That's right. Um, you know, maybe your child is wanting to be involved in five activities mm -hmm. and say no to four of them. Yeah, or you may say no to three of them. You may need to say, okay, you, you get to pick the two that you really, really want to do. And, and they may throw a fit about it at first, but... If they're involved in five activities, they're probably going to get to that point at some time or another where they're going, oh, do I have to go to that practice or do I have to go to that this, this time? Or, you know, they, they, may, they may think they want to do all of those things, but it, it's easy to burn out. It's easy to get stressed and it's easy to get overwhelmed. So if you can just kind of look ahead and say, we need to pace ourselves and we need to maybe not just jump in and say yes to all of these good things. They're all good things. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, just say no every once in a while. Yeah, that is that is really good. I had a friend that couldn't say no. She struggled with that. Mm -hmm. She really did. And I made her a a button for her shirt. Had one made <laughs> that just said the word no, no. on it. And people would call sometimes. Uh, I worked with her in an office, and I would uh, hear her in there, and I would point at her button, and I would go, <laughs> you tell them no. You don't have to do everything everyone asks you. Yeah, and, and that's harder for some people than others. There are people that just really are people pleasers, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's it that you know that's a great trait to have because usually they're servants at heart, and you know they're go getters, but. Uh, those people can burn out too. One of the things that we do on this, I'll throw this out there, is I have learned I'm one of those people that have a hard time saying no. Yes. I'm one of those people that want to make everybody happy. But uh, I have learned at times to when somebody asks and I'm like on the spot and I don't really want to say no, I have learned, get this, here's a secret. I'm going to have to talk with my wife and kind of check our schedule and I will get back with you. Mm -hmm. And that gives me a, a, a moment to at least back away and do some thinking on it. Can I work this in or can I not? And uh, if my wife uses me for an excuse, if I need to talk to my husband and he's busy that night, uh, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just have to you know, have to say, look for, look for a way. If you need a way to say, no, just, hey, let me talk to my, my spouse before mm -hmm. I make a commitment and kind of see what's going on. Oh, our schedule's too yeah. busy. And that's a healthy thing to do in marriage anyway. We really should be doing that with everything, you know, before you just jump in and say yes to, to a bunch of things. Uh, you know, Even if it's only for you. Right. It's still going to affect it's, your family and your spouse. It's maybe going to it's take a, you away. Maybe from it's your another and night where mm -hmm. somebody's asking me to do something, and it's not going to require anything of my family. But I can still say I have got to talk about this with my spouse because it's me being away mm -hmm. another night is going to cause more, more issues. That's right. So yeah, you, it, it, it might be the only night that you have, you know, that you could spend time as a family or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, always, always talk things over uh, with your spouse or with your family, and and make sure. You know that it's a good decision for the whole family even if it really doesn't include the whole family it it does in, yeah. a, in a roundabout way so let's do number two keep yep. things simple yep. uh another way that you can not just survive but thrive keep things simple so what does keeping things simple mean yeah uh, don't place unnecessary demands on yourself or your family um for example here's a few uh if you're you know if you're having people over sometimes it's okay to just use paper plates. Uh, you know, I tend to want to set a really pretty table and use all my best dishes and everything has to look nice and perfect. But there are times when it's okay to just say, you know what, uh, the food is on the counter, we're going to eat buffet style, and here's a paper plate. And that relieves, uh, that relieves some stress, that relieves some work. My friend Clark Griswold did this one time. <laughs> In a movie, he put way too much demands on himself for yes. having the perfect oh Christmas goodness, yes. when everybody was coming in, and it was shambles. Uh -huh. uh, it, Christmas vacation reference there, and so it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You don't don't put too much stress on yourself, and That's right. maybe maybe you put one tree up instead of four trees, or maybe you don't decorate the whole house this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Christmas. You know, putting up Christmas decorations can be very overwhelming for a lot of people. And, you know, like Trey said, maybe you just put up the tree and call it good. Uh, we, we have boxes, pretty bad, because I live with Mr. Christmas and I love to decorate. And so we have boxes and boxes of Christmas uh, decor. And we do usually put up multiple trees 
in and around our house. And uh, one Christmas about, was that about 10 years ago? Probably. Our oldest son was in the Army, and uh, I don't believe it was his first Christmas away, but his second Christmas away from us, he was actually deployed. Um, and, And it was just, man, that was tough. That was the first time that he you know, didn't get to come home for Christmas, that we weren't all together for Christmas. And then also knowing what he was doing during Christmas, that was just a tough, tough year. And we just could not even face getting out all the Christmas decorations. We didn't feel holly jolly, you know, it, it wasn't the merriest of Christmases for us. And that year we, we put up our tree because we had other kiddos, you know, and we wanted to still make Christmas a special time, but we put up our tree we hung the stockings, and we didn't put Christmas lights up on the house that year. Mm-hmm. We tied yellow ribbons around all of our trees, and uh, I'm kind of getting. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting here watching <laughs> I'm getting, you getting a little, a little emotional. emotional. It's all right. So this is good for you to talk about this. It is, um, but sometimes you know, your family will enjoy the holiday more if you're just available and not stressed. So don't don't place unnecessary demands on yourself. That is a good point. That is a good point. So keep it simple, especially right now around Thanksgiving and Christmas that we're going to do. Number three, let's look at keeping it, or I'm sorry, not keeping, depend on your community. Depend on your community, meaning, for for example, be good at maybe asking somebody to help or maybe passing something off on someone else. being good at giving somebody else responsibility. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the word that I'm currently... Delegate. Delegating. <laughs> that's what I, I was hoping you knew what that delegate. word was. Be, be pretty good it's at okay delegating. It's okay to delegate. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we, you've all heard the phrase, it takes a village to raise your children. Uh, depend on your village for support. Um, you know, we're meant to be in relationships with people. So depend on that. Uh Maybe you don't have to drive your kid to every single practice. If there are about three other kiddos that are doing the same activity, figure out a carpool system, you know, where only one of you does it one day and then somebody does it the next day. And and that just frees up some time for you. Uh, We had a a lunch co-op with our boys when they were in high school. Um, They got to come home. Now they've closed campus now, but, and they have to eat on campus but back then, the boys came home for lunch every day, and they wanted to bring friends. And, you know, it's like we finally figured out, okay, let's, the four or five of you, however many days we did that, you come to our house on Mondays. Let's arrange for y'all to go to somebody's house on Tuesdays. And then, anyway, that worked great. I was only feeding them one day a week. Yeah. And, and they got fed every single day a really good meal by a mom or a grandma of, you know, somebody in their little group, and that was fantastic. So, uh, you know, and maybe you need to look for a tutor to help with some homework. I, I mean, that can be an overwhelming thing for families these days. I know, goodness, our kids got to a certain point where they bring home math homework that just looked like something I'd never seen before. I always thought I was a pretty good <laughs> math student, but wow, they do things different these days than they did when I was in school. And so, you know, if that's a stress for you, find somebody that can help them with their homework that, you know, that knows what's going on. Um, yeah, depend on your community to help out. Yeah, that is good. Uh, number four, seek joy, meaning focus on some joys in your life. 
It is a frame of mind that really does impact your physical and mental state. If you are constantly always looking at the negatives, if you are constantly always thinking about everything that's going to be wrong, uh, if you're constantly always focusing on your schedule, mm-hmm. um, that's true. Seek some joy. Seek joy. I, I know several people that keep a gratitude journal. They literally, when they first thing they do when they wake up in the morning, is they think of you know three things that they're grateful for, and they write it down in their journal, and they just start their day thinking about how grateful they are and how thankful they are for what they have, and. Uh, you know, that's a great thing to do. And, and maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're not an early morning, you know, kind of person. But uh, talk about things you're grateful for with your family, maybe over dinner time, uh, maybe before everybody goes to bed that night. You know, you're getting your kids tucked into bed and talk about some things you're grateful for uh, as you go to bed. But but focus on the joy. Seek some joy in your world. And Yeah. yeah. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yep. Philippians chapter four. Uh, number five, take care of yourself. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, don't um, don't neglect your own physical, mental, and emotional state because you're too busy. Yeah, when life is busy, we tend to let go of things that really do matter. Uh, you know, our sleep, uh, exercise gets pushed to the back burner. Nutrition, you know, we're we're grabbing junk food on the way out the door. Um, our time that we need to just recharge our batteries. We feel like we don't, you know, we can't spare any time in our day to just sit and, and read a book or take a hot soaky bath or whatever it is. But man, those things are, they're truly are essential to our, you know, physical and mental health as we talked about earlier. Um, and you said, you, you brought this up when we were talking about, you know, getting ready for this episode about, uh, about what Satan does to marriages yeah. and families. Yeah, I think Satan Satan really does a number on being content with busyness. Meaning, if if Satan can't get you to sin, if he can't get you to uh, drive a wedge between you and your spouse or your kids, I honestly think he's pretty content with just making you so busy that you don't have time to be a married couple or mm-hmm. a family. He just yeah. is going to fill your plate. He he wants you to take on more stuff where you don't have time to serve God, you don't have mm-hmm. time to be a, a family, you don't have time to uh, you know, sit down and have a kid in your lap and read a book. Um, if if sin, Satan can't make a sin, he's content with, with keeping us busy, and that's, that's not a healthy thing. We have got to do better at that. I, I'm, again, I keep throwing things out, but I'm, I'm reminded of be still and know that I am God. There's some stillness involved in that that God says in the book of Psalms through David, um, there's some there's something to calmness and stillness and if if your day is so loud and your day is so busy and your day is so hectic that you're never still then it's really hard to see god and hear god um we we've just become a people who don't slow down enough there there was an old phrase back when i was a kid that that they used to say i think you know a coach used to yell it to me when i was in peewee football, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and say, don't just stand there, do something. Uh, sometimes I think God looks at us and says just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Don't just do something, stand there for a while. Yeah. Be still, be quiet. That's just that's just really healthy. We've got to do a better job taking care of ourselves. We really and do. And understanding that there is nothing wrong to saying no to some things. Yeah, and we've mentioned this uh, statistic before. 
but we ran across a statistic that says couples, due to busyness, jobs, kids, responsibilities, only spend four minutes in quality conversation a day. Face-to-face talk. Face-to-face talking four minutes a day. And wow, that we just don't think that's good. That's enough. That's not enough time to have a you know a good solid. Mm, it's not even close. Yeah. Four minutes a day is not even close. And this is you know you may text all day long and that's awesome. Keep that going, but but you've got to have some face-to-face communication. Yeah. And and we do know we know some couples that you know they they seem to have a really great marriage. They work really you know strange schedules and they don't get this time. But hopefully they're getting, you know, like maybe maybe Sundays is their day. You know, maybe they can spend the whole day together on Sundays. If they can't get, you know, a, a lot of time during the week, then then you got to figure out something where you're having some face-to-face, you know, lots of good time together. I agree. I agree. And uh, another thing that we tend to push to the back burner when it, when it comes to marriage and busyness is... Uh, is sex? Yeah. It really is. Um, Busyness is a, a an enemy to, to good, healthy, married sex. It is. We're we're a fan of the book Sheet Music by Dr. Kevin Lehman, and he has uh, uh, the title of one of the chapters in that book is the greatest enemy of sex, and he talks about busyness and weariness. We're too busy and we're too tired, and so we just push it to the back burner. And um, and you know we've done several episodes on the importance of physical intimacy and and the bonding that it does between a couple and that shouldn't be something that suffers because you can't say no to a few activities it's true you're dropping in bed every night too exhausted to even give thought to having some intimacy with your spouse something's off yeah uh if if you feel like it's just another thing oh no i gotta check off another thing on my list at the end of the day we have not been We've not had sex. We've not been intimate in a week, whatever it is. Then something's off. Something's yeah. gotta. Something's gotta be adjusted. Yeah, uh, marriage and family matters more than homework, more than a practice, more than a meeting. Uh, so yeah, we we can be more productive with the time we actually have available to us if we first take the time we need to tend to what matters. Yeah. So that's that was a big statement there, but. Uh, you know, we're of no use to anyone if we're flat on our face gasping for air. Yeah. So make time to read your Bible. Make time for prayer. Have some time for intimacy and conversation with your spouse. Have fun family nights at home. Um, it, it is in nurturing your relationship with God and your spouse and your kids that you will find your rest. Yeah. Can I throw out one more thing real yes. quick? Yes. Because I think it, it does go back to with the don't say no or, or learn to say no mm-hmm. on some stuff. Maybe, maybe you've got multiple kids that are involved in multiple activities. It does not make you a bad parent to say, hey, you've got 14 soccer games this season, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be able to come to all of them. You, you, you don't have, there, there may be a time where you go, the only time for me and my husband or me and my wife is maybe a, a Saturday morning date and your kid goes play soccer uh, you don't have to go watch every practice. You don't have to go to every game. I'm not saying being a bad parent. I'm not saying don't go to every game. But, you know, if if you are getting no time for your marriage, 
because you're going full speed ahead, it's okay to say no to one of 14 or two mm-hmm. of 14 games or yeah. something along those lines. You're not a bad parent because you don't make all of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they, the, your kids really will understand. I, we went to the majority, I mean the vast majority of our kids' activities, but we had a kid that ran track and he was in like a, you know, a 30 second event. And, you know, it was like, and we had to drive so far from where we live. We had to drive, you know, two and three hours to track meets. And he told us, he said, do not come to this track meet. You, you know, it is silly for second. y'all yeah. to be in the car for five hours to watch me run for 30 seconds. Yeah. Do not come. And he, you know, he recognized that. So we applauded his wisdom for that. Uh, but he knew, you know, we were going to be at everything and uh, that we could possibly be at. But he really wanted us to know that he was okay yeah. with us not coming to that track meet. We've had we've had a few conversations with couples that have said, you know, hey, we would love to come to a, a marriage workshop. Our marriage really, really needs it. But our our child has a game that morning, and and you know, we've asked is this. His only game, you need to go if this is, no, he's he's had 12, you know, and we're like, miss a game. Mm-hmm. You're going to bless your child by going to this workshop. They will be blessed in the long run because you've got a good marriage. Um, so keep your priorities straight. Let's yeah. talk about the last yes. one. Yes. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat it. What does that mean? Uh, okay, so there's a book that you may be familiar with by Richard Carlson. And this is actually the title of it. Don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all small stuff. He's right. Um, he is right. You know, and, and the book is just all about how to keep the little things in life from driving you crazy. Um, so, so how do you know what's big stuff and small stuff? Because everything seems like big stuff at the time. The time you're going through it, it seems big. Uh, but there's a question you can ask yourself, and that is, will this matter a year from now? And honestly... The answer to that question on most everything is no. You yep. know, does this back, will this practice matter a year from now? Will the fact that my child even played, you know, this sport matter a year from now? Uh, you know, if they're seniors in high school and you, I mean, you love watching your kids play sports, but our son decided not to his senior year because he was looking ahead to college and he was like, it doesn't matter. I, sports don't matter. I want to start taking more of the dual credit classes and, you know, start getting some of those uh, under my belt before I start college. And I think it was harder on us. It, it was. It was harder on us. He was our last one. And it was like, oh, no. I mean, you know, but he he just was a wise kid and he realized this stuff really, it, it's not going to matter a year from now. And it's certainly not going to matter 20 years from now, uh, you know, whether what, or not. And what we didn't do was say, we didn't try to discourage mm-hmm. you. We, we said, hey, you're old enough to make this decision, and we're not going to discourage you. That's right. Yeah. So It's okay if yeah. the ball gets dropped from time to time That's on right. activities. You're, you're going you're gonna to forget. I mean, sometimes we just are busy, and we we forget things. Man, I've, I've forgotten meetings. I've, you know, we've forgotten appointments, and that happens when you get overwhelmed and busy. And don't, don't be so hard on yourself when those things happen. You know, if you forget your kid's school party or – Whatever, maybe you signed up to bring cookies to it and you totally forgot. Don't, you know, don't sweat the small stuff um, because it really is all small stuff. Work hard to look at your schedule. Maybe talk with your spouse and say, what are some things that we could clear off of our schedule? Mm -hmm. What are some things we could say, 
know to. And uh, yeah. try hard to not let Satan make you so busy that you don't have time to be a good husband or good wife or good mama mm -hmm. because you're just so busy. Yeah. The, the new year's coming up, so it's a good time to reevaluate. Uh, you know, you may be already locked into some to some events and things at school, but, uh, you know, before spring sports start, maybe just ask yourself, you know, which ones of these are truly, that we truly want to be involved in, uh, and don't overload yourself because your marriage and your family need you. They do, they do. Yeah. And, and your time and presence with them is more valuable than giving them more stuff. That's right. Yeah. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.